Hope you all had a great weekend. We're back at the beginning of the week. This is Monday, and we are the Finance Flash Go podcast. I am your host, Jordan Fry from The Prudent Plastic Surgeon, and we're all the way on episode 122. We we finished up the, the week last week talking a lot about money mindset, which I think is really, really interesting stuff and plan to continue uh, talking a lot about that. If you like that, let us know. Um, you know, send us emails at financefleshgo at gmail.com or email me at prudentplasticsurgeon at gmail.com. Anytime, let us know what you like, what you don't like, anything, always reach out. We're happy to hear from you. Uh, So we're going to get a little more back into, um, you know, talking more finance specific, but this is also a mindset uh, type of factor. And we'll talk a little bit uh, why, but I'm just going to jump right into the question. I'm not going to introduce it, uh, but it's going to be introduced in the question. So uh, this is a, a popular refrain these days, but buying the dip means blank. Does it mean A, shorting a stock? Does it mean B, trading out of a stock that drops in price? Does it mean C, buying into a down market? Or does it mean D, investing in cryptocurrency? So basically, the question is, what does buying the dip mean? Does it mean A, shorting a stock? B, trading out of a stock that drops in price? C, buying into a down market? Or D, investing in crypto? Well, the answer is going to be C, buying into a down market. That's what buying the dip means. You can kind of see how that relates. But it it kind of... um, can be used a lot of different ways and with the kind of proliferation of meme stocks and things like that people have applied it to meaning well buy buy the dip in tesla when tesla goes down buy that or when bitcoin goes down buy that now because then it's gonna raise up and and that is the general concept of buying the dip which means you buy into the market when it is down knowing that it will increase back up but the key component of that is that when you buy the dip, you have to be, you know, pretty sure that it's going to go back up. And again, we've talked about with individual stocks or or crypto or something like that. We just don't know that. I mean, that's that requires crystal ball kind of thing that if you can, if you're like back from the future where you can bring the, the, you know, farmer's almanac of stock prices back in time. uh, Sure, go ahead and do that. But obviously, you know, that's that's not uh, we don't have that technology yet. So uh, you know, don't invest in these individual stocks, whether they're up, down, or the other. That's that's my opinion. Um, whatever. So, what does buying the dip truly mean when um, kind of you hear it talked about in a serious and more responsible way? Well, it means when the market goes down, what happens? Well, stocks are on sale, kind of. You know, we're investing for the long term. We're investing by approximating the market average by investing in low cost broadly diversified index funds, which we know over the long term is a safe bet because we're um, we're investing in, in kind of the economic ingenuity of, of mankind and in the uh, U.S. and global economy overall, which has, you know, continually risen over the years, regardless of short-term volatility. And short-term volatility is going to happen. There's going to be market corrections, market downturns, and uh, bear markets where the market is going to go down. And what a lot of people do is try to buy into the broader overall market via index funds in that time, knowing that eventually it's going to go back up. And when stocks are on sale and most people are selling, which means that they are selling low, which is the opposite of what you want to do, they're going to buy low. 
and then knowing it's going to go up and they're eventually going to sell high. So that's in general a winning formula. Now, do I buy the dip, quote unquote? I actually don't because my investments are automated. You know, if I get big lump sums, I just invest, invest those lump sums when I get them. Or otherwise, I, you know, through my retirement accounts, I essentially dollar cost average into the market by investing every paycheck into uh, my retirement accounts, which are invested in broadly diversified, low cost index funds, according to my asset allocation. And then I rebalance once a year. So I, I generally don't do that, but I have no problem with someone doing that if if they have some money sitting around and the the market goes down and they want to buy the dip i think sure go ahead as long as it fits with your financial plan but the key to that is you have to have money sitting around which i generally don't really believe in i i invest that money uh you know i have my emergency fund which i'm not going to invest uh in any way other than a high yield savings account but the money that i am planning to invest in the stock market i invest in the stock market i don't have it sitting around waiting for the market to drop um but again that's what buy the dip means that's uh how it should be applied responsibly and um you know you can think if you want that to be a part of your plan again i don't because i don't believe in having that quote unquote dry powder of money laying around but if you do that's certainly a way to use it. So thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great week and hope you can uh, stop in with us again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Finance Flash Go podcast. We plan to release a new episode every weekday answering important finance questions. If you ever want to submit a question to our podcast, send an email to financeflashgo at gmail.com. And please be sure to check out Jordan Fry's blog, prudentplasticsurgeon.com, where he gives great financial advice and tips. A brief disclaimer, while we are providing knowledge and awareness around financial topics in this show, we are not held responsible for any financial decisions you choose to make in response to the podcast. We hope to provide accurate information in regards to money and different methods of wealth creation, but it is always the learner's responsibility to do their due diligence before making important financial decisions.